Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. This morning on the third hour of today, honey, we're home. We're busy bees in our latest buddy-up adventure. The bees are your friends. See what happened when the four of us visited a different kind of farm, learning the sweet art of honey harvesting. Then later, Dylan stepping up to the plate at Fenway Park for our series On the Job. From snagging foul balls to keeping score inside the iconic green monster. See how she lived out her big league dreams. But in She Made It, meet the sisters who went into business together to shake up makeup. And in Today Food, we're making Christmas cookies with a sweet surprise inside. Today, Christmas Day, December 25th, 2023. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome Christmas. to the third hour of today. Did and you just sure? give him like a I did. kiss? Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Jesus. Okay. Well said. Well said. We are all together. Thank you for tuning in on this Christmas morning. And I think we have a pretty nice show lined up for you with some of our favorite stories that we have brought you. So first of all, a lot of us yes. all gathering with loved ones to celebrate the holidays today. Uh, so this time mm. of year, Ms. Jones, what are the holidays? I think it's the one day where you suspend your worries or you at least try and mm-hmm. try to focus on who you have around you to be present, um, the people in your life, whether they're family or not family. Sometimes our friends become our family. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do. And I try That's to great. and I try to reflect on those who we've lost, you know, and just have a I try to make it a sweet day. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Family. Yeah. It's all about yeah. family. It's yeah. all about family. And of course, we have small children, so yeah. it's about the kids today as well. And, so. and for for me, I get very nostalgic for the Christmas I grew up with, mm-hmm. but I now know I'm now making the memories that my kids will That's remember true. when they're our age. Oh. Yeah. So they're going to look back on this time and think, what were our traditions? So Aww. we just, we like to create these traditions and see Christmas through their eyes. I love we that. do want to take a moment though, I think, because the holidays for a lot of folks this time of year, it's, it's hard. It is. Because of, because of loss. People you've lost. <laughs> people that you've lost yes. and people are isolated yeah. and lonely. So we're, we're thinking about you this morning yeah. as well. And that's why, honestly, even just being here, I'm hoping that we can just be a little light wherever you are this morning yeah. over the next 60 minutes or so. And if you may have already exchanged gifts. Uh, so we like to continue our third our annual Santa secret Santa gift. Exchange. Are we ready this year, guys? No, listen, there's you. always confusion about this. Why are is we confusion? opening? Is this the gift that we're supposed to open? No, this no. is the, this gift is the gift that we are giving. You didn't wrap, giving. You didn't and every that year, yourself. you right. never know your gift. So we you pulled, never know your every gift. Every year. We, we pulled names out of a hat. Let's, it's Christmas. You wrapped that. Christmas. Christmas. No, he didn't. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I'll see, remember this moment where we... Um, Full name, full name, and I showed the crowd, and you, you guys, some of you saw it. Anyway, we were we were uh, <laughs> had a challenge finding a gift, twenty five dollars or less. So, uh, Dylan, you're first. I'm first to give my gift. To give yes. your gift. Then Chanel, Merry oh, Christmas. This Chanel. one's for you. Now you gotta open it. You actually wrapped it. I you want me to open it now? Yes. That's no. Thing. Maybe we wait until. It's well, great TV if we just hand each other a package. I seem to think we're losing that Christmas spirit fairly early on. Did you wrap it? I did wrap it. Craig, did you wrap it? Could you open it? Actually, my boys put the tape on it, so we all wrapped it. Guys, what is it? You gotta open it. Oh, no. Wait. Reading glasses. These are so cute. That's right. 
See, for those of you who but don't. Are they really nice? I can see. Wow, what a concept. What a concept. Wait, somebody put something. Prompter. <laughs> okay, there's stuff in the prompter. Okay, that's good. It says, Craig, what about you? You should wear those every day. Yeah. So you can actually read. I think these are stronger than 1.5s. I mean. That's what they said I need. Mean. You know where you know yeah. where we are in our life, by the way? <laughs> that we give our readers. So this is so, my I'm supposed okay. to open this? Thank you. Oh, no, you're supposed to give yeah. How so hard is mean, this? Clearly you spent a lot oh, of time for Dylan. I'm glad Bailey got this for me. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even Bailey. Oh. I got the gift. Oh, you just, you just wrapped now, it. Now, Wait, you should know this is this is a gift for all of us. They're luggage tags. Oh, those nice. are nice. Lug- These are really nice ones. They're oh. luggage tags. So I don't lose my luggage? No, well, when you lose well, them again. They can you, send you, them to me? Right. Our long national oh, nightmare is over. Nice. Uh, those are lovely. Oh, yes, they're really Ms. nice. Jones. Okay, my turn. Oh, yeah. well, thank you. Your You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hold on, thank you. Okay. Three okay. Cards. okay. Oh, God. Uh, what do you get the weatherman who has everything? A pony, a boat, or a fancy ring? Well, no, none of these things will do. And I'll tell you why. The only thing that's priceless, pictures of precious little skies. Oh, that's a nice little poem. Do you like it? That's Chanel incredible. always writes a nice poem. I never be gentle. That... Oh, be gentle. Oh, yes. Well, I, you know, Did you last, make it? Last night. Wait, did nice you use bag. macaroni? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, look at this. Wow. Oh, this is beautiful. So there's a picture. Oh, there's a picture that. of Courtney as a baby over oh, here. I got it off your Instagram. Sweet. Over here. And then there's Sky. Those yeah, are great pictures. Like Lovely. That's a really nice thought gift. They look so much I, They do. They really do. They Very really good. do. Uh, Mr. Melvin, this oh, is for you this. because you light up my life, so I wanted to do the same for you. <laughs> and this gift, well, I'll let you open it first. There's a little story behind it. It's a party. <laughs> oh, oh, let's see what is. Oh! Okay. Oh, it's more. Yeah. No, so this is from Wait, a young more? woman, a teenager from Montclair, New Jersey, yeah. Rose and Company. Yeah. She makes, she hand pours these candles. Oh, that's I nice. I saw her at uh, Field and Supply oh, up in uh, nice. Kingston, New York. Oh, thank you. And you know, I love a candle. She's 17 years old, so 17. I got you too. That's so nice. That's thank awesome. you. Rose and Company. Thank Come you, Rose and Company. Nice. Guys, Merry well done with the gifts. Guys. Merry Christmas. Well done. Merry thank Christmas. Thank you. Christmas. I love my gifts. Wait, hold Yeah. So you can see the prompter. Still to come. Aren't they nice? We left our hive to pay a visit to a rooftop bee farm and learn the sweet science of honey harvesting. I'm going to do like this. I have to like this. And then later, I'm on the run with the social media influencer racking up millions of views with her one-of-a-kind interviews. The third hour of today will be right back. In life. We're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com today. Just go to Indeed.com today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. 
For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. We have had a lot of fun this past year with our Buddy Up outings, but there is one that caused the most buzz. Take a look at what happened when the four of us went to a bee farm. This is it, the bee's knees. We've got Nick Heffley of uh, Astor Aperies here, and he's going to take us upstairs to show us some of his hives. The excitement was buzzing as we made our way to Nick's rooftop hives and suited up. This is very graceful. Yes. Dylan, I am your father. First, the master beekeeper sharing some fast facts to get us up to speed. In this one hive, there are about 30,000 bees. Wow. No, no, the bees are your friends. They're your friends. They all have jobs to do, and those don't do not include checking us out. Turns out they're all kind of busy workers. We have foragers in here. We have house bees in here. With all sorts of tasks in and out of their home. There are guard bees. There are mortician bees. When they first emerge, they're a cleaner bee, and then eventually they'll become foragers once they get old enough. Are the foragers only female bees? All the worker bees are female bees. So 95% of the hive, and in some hives, 100% of the hive will be female. While female bees are able to take on any one of the eight available hive chores, male or drone bees have precisely one job, to mate with a queen from a different colony so she can return to lay more eggs, about 2,000 a day. Right now, we have a lot of confused bees as okay. well. And they're just trying to figure out why there's so many new landmarks around their hive. Yeah. Right they're like, is that a like... roker? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to pull out a couple frames here. Oh, this is awesome. This seems like it would annoy them. Um, it's something that we want to do slowly. How would you characterize the state of the bee population right now in our country? The bee population, as far as managed hives, is actually uh, not falling as much as everybody thinks it is. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of concern more on native pollinators and, and those unmanaged bees. I see. Wow, look at that. Soon, it was Craig's turn to handle the frames. They're a little annoyed with me. Kind of like, kinda like you guys. While Nick helped us spot the monarch. Now, what were you saying she's doing there? She's walking around right now looking for cells to lay eggs in. So humble. I'd be on a throne. I'd let them do all the work. <laughs> well, she does walk around like she's the queen bee. Right now, the queen is exposed, wow. so they're getting around her to keep her nice and warm. Wow. That's crazy. God save the queen. After tucking the bees back in, Nick treating us to a tour tradition. This is how uh, the bees leave it when we're ready to harvest. So what you can do is you can just press your finger right into it and you can try some of the honey direct from the hive. Oh, that's great. Cool. That's, that's the like, purest honey we've ever had. Oh my God. That's just honey. Mm. Not that honey. Is, mm. That's about as fresh as it gets. All right. 
but we wanted to see how honey gets from the comb to our home. So we headed to Nick's shop, the honey house at Aster Apiaries. We're gonna do a little honey harvesting. The first thing that we've gotta do is we've actually gotta remove all of the cappings here. Now that all the honey is exposed, we can actually take this to, to our extractor. Oh, That's where the magic happens in separating everything. Craig got to flip the extractor switch. Of course he did. We'll just turn this dial up to about 30. Are you sure you're ready? Oh, here it goes. So this is like a honey tilt-a-whirl. And that's the honey right there. Okay, with this job. After all our hard work, we treated ourselves to a snack break. What you just got is actually also a uh, bit of a spicy uh, salami. Sweet and spicy. Oh, wow. Before jarring some honey to take home. One and a half million visits of a bee to make that amount of honey. That was one busy bee. Cheers! Cheers, Cheers to, honey. to honey! To the sweetest story and buddy up we've ever done. Oh. <laughs> all right. I am still using some of that honey. It's, 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 oh, it was so good. good. Was that good? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Big thanks I use to it Nick. sparingly. That's right. That's right. Just parcel it out. Uh, thanks to Nick and all the folks involved with Aster Apiaries and the National Honey Board for their sweet resources. Since our visit, the hives have been winterized and the bees are staying nice and cozy and warm until March. <laughs> but that, that uh, honey lives on. It is. Yes. Delightful. All right. Coming up, it is Motivational Monday. The inspiring runner who is racking up miles and use. And then later, see what happened when our pal, Jacob Soberoff, got a rapid lesson in kayaking. And wait until you see where he did it. We'll be right back. We are back with Motivational Monday. Certainly one of my biggest accomplishments in 2023 was running the New York City Marathon. And I met so many amazing people in the running community along the way, including Kate Max, who calls herself the running interviewer. I found out how she created her own career path that views her two passions, running and storytelling. Hey, hey, hey. How many miles are you running today? 3.5 miles. I'm just gonna do two. One to two, little warm up. Well, if you let me join you, I'll get you any pair of sneakers. Let's go, come on. She's known to her hundreds of thousands of followers as the running interviewer. Kate Max is on the move, but today we're flipping the script and she's taking it in stride. Hey, how many miles are you running today? I'm just enjoying Central Park. Well, if you run two miles with me today, I will feature you on the Today Show. On the Today Show? All right, let's go. Ah, yay! <laughs> let's do Kate's social media series features conversations with celebrities and online creators while working up a sweat. Have you always loved running? Yeah, running's been a big part of my life for the past 10 years, and growing up in North Jersey, I was always playing sports and what I loved about being on a team was really the social and fun aspect. So when I got into running, I really wanted to take that community feel with me and I've just always enjoyed running with other people. Kate says running was there for her at a time when she really needed it. I was in high school and I was competitively playing a sport and I was on track to go to college for it. And then I tore my ACL, not once, but twice. Oh, wow. It's tough, you know, because I was on crutches for two months. And I remember being able to walk, do the elliptical and then start running. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I never want to not be able to run wow. again. Kate studied marketing and communications at Fordham University before starting her career working in advertising. All the while, she kept pace with her passion, running the Philadelphia Marathon in 2019 and the New York City Marathon in 2021. So I was always just around creativity, and for me, social media always was my creative outlet. 
In the spring of 2023, Kate posted her first on-the-go interview. It received over 100,000 views on TikTok. Then I was like, okay, I'm not going to think anything of this because this could be a fluke. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. So Kate hit the ground running. She's interviewed dozens of run buddies, racking up millions of views online with the goal of inspiring people to stop scrolling and start moving. I love that you interview us normal folks and then you yeah. also interview celebrities. Who have been some of the big ones? I've ran with Vinny from the Jersey Shore. I've ran with David Kilgore, who is a Red Bull extreme athlete. I've ran with Chelsea Cutler, who is one of my all-time favorite artists and singers. And I always listen to Chelsea's music when I'm running. Kate's advice, it's really about taking that first step. What would you say to someone who, even if it's just for 10 minutes a day, just getting outside, and exercising or moving a little bit, how would you encourage someone? Because this can feel intimidating. Running really can feel intimidating, and what I aim to do is show people that, you know, running and doing an activity can be fun, and it can also be social. And I get so many comments and messages every day from people being like, I joined a run club because of you, or I started running, or, you know, I tried yoga for the first time because of you, and I think that's really cool. Nothing is 100%. No. But for the most part, you never regret it when you're done. I've never seen anybody <laughs> frown at the end of a run or a power walk. You no. just can't. <laughs> no, you can't. It's always hard during it, but after you get those endorphins are flowing and you feel good. <laughs> Content creating is now Kate's full-time job and the miles ahead look promising. So tell me, I know you always end your interviews asking your runners if there's a quote that they live by. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the same thing. Is there a quote that you live by? I gotta shout out my mom. because Hi, I know mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. I know you're watching, so... Growing up, she always said carpe diem, and yeah, seize the day. Seize the day. <laughs> seize the day. Seize the day. <laughs> okay, we're at two miles. Woo! Thank you so much, Kate, for oh, running with me. Thank you. What a adventure. So good. It was fun. Yeah. It was oh, hard to hard hold to up do. the exactly and run at the same time. Since our run, Kate has collaborated with the Brooklyn Nets. She went on for a run with Bobby Flay, so she's wow. doing really well. She told me some of her dream guests for her series are J- Jimmy Fallon. And Justin and Haley Bieber. So. And you're still running, by the way. And I'm still yep. running. For Good folks for you. who yep. have been so following We started a Today Show running club. Oh, um, and you guys are welcome to join us. And it's, there's a, it's you, Yosef, uh, Katie. Katie. Rainy. And uh, said, Rainy. you too could be a part of it. You too can be. Would you like to be a part of our club? There's 2024. Would you guys like to? I'd love to do it. All right. Yeah. I don't know if Craig can get down from Connecticut. <laughs> time it, we'll make time, won't we, Yosef? All right. Yosef says Don't yes. encourage him, Jess. <laughs> Just what's, what's coming up, Dylan? <laughs> From on Who's the John? to on the job. Oh, I'll take you behind the scenes at Fenway Park, where I suited up and took a crack at snagging foul balls. <laughs> then later in, she made it a trio of sisters who are teaming up to revolutionize the beauty industry. We'll be right back. Welcome back to one of the best parts of this job. It's when we get to try our hand at other really cool jobs. (laughs) And earlier this year, I was lucky enough to step on the field at Fenway Park when the Boston Red Sox let me pitch in for a day. This is truly a pinch me moment. I get to be on the job, on the field, right here at Fenway Park. I'm stepping up to the plate as I learn how to be a ball attendant and work the scoreboard at a real major league baseball game. 
Casey Ricard is one of the lucky few that fields foul balls for the Red Sox. Do you get nervous before a game? What's the experience like? Oh, definitely. I get the nerves before every game. I wonder if the ball is going to get hit super hard to me today or not. I'll try and make the play, but if not, I just got to get the ball wherever it lands and give it to a fan. So when you give the foul ball to a fan, are you always looking for a kid, or how do you choose just who to toss it to? Every single game I get asked, probably by hundreds of kids, they'll come down like in between innings for a ball. Once a kid gets it and their face lights up, it's like the best feeling in the world. To make sure I'm not out of my league when it comes to this job, Casey practices with me on the field. After warming up, a surprise meeting. Jason Veritek, a former Red Sox player who was part of two World Series championship teams and now current coach, stops by. Wait, 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 why am I signing the ball? Because. You have to sign one for Calvin then. This just feels backwards. You'll make my wife's day. <laughs> As everyone gets ready for the game, so do I, changing into my uniform. Here we go. I officially take on my duties, which also includes lending a hand with pre-game ceremonies. Tonight, we help lead a special group onto the field for childhood cancer awareness. With that, I'm ready for a whole new ball game, literally, as I get into position for the first inning. All right. I'm gonna sit right here. I'm gonna sit right here. By my side, Camille DeRocher, who's in her third season as a ball attendant. We got a strike. Yeah. All right, that's one pitch down. After waiting, it's all you. All you. A all foul you. ball okay. finally comes my way. Okay. I wrap up on the field and go to my next job, heading inside the iconic green monster, Fenway Park's left field wall, to learn how to operate the manual scoreboard, only one of two left in Major League Baseball. Sarah O'Connor is one of the operators. How are you even listening to the game? We're just watching the like game. You're literally you just watching the you game. You can watch from these holes, or like, yeah, you can just watch through that window. Okay, so the inning is over, and okay. they didn't score, so we're gonna stick this all the way up in here. And then it's my turn. Okay, this one's easy. You're just gonna climb up here, pull oh, that yeah. one down, and then flip it around because the Red Sox got a hit. Okay, this one? Yeah. Okay. There's not a lot of rooms for fingers here. You can't drop it, right? Like out the window. Right. Yay! Oh my gosh. After scoring some more, I leave my mark. Tell me about all the signatures. How many people have been back here to sign it? It's a lot of signatures. Players come in, people come in on tours and stuff. Jeremy Pena signed last season before he was the World Series MVP. Well, I have a marker. Now the hard part is deciding where to sign. Let's squeeze it in right here. There we go. It's there for all eternity. For the next 110 years. Yes. After that, I was ready to call it a day, but not before enjoying America's pastime for myself. I think it's time we just enjoy the game, right? Got our hot dogs, Tessie, Wally. Cheers. Cheers. Needless to say, I was just a bit nervous, especially because all those ball attendants I spoke with, they played softball at the collegiate level Ooh. as well. I stopped in high school, so. Yeah. But I did it. I got the one, I got the one ball. I've, I've got it. You did riding a bike. What position did you play? Second base. Second. Oh, that's like the captain of the infield. I could see that. Yes, I was also a captain of the team. So. Oh, oh well, of course she was. Of course she was. Hey. Of course she was. <laughs> Uh, now we're gonna, an insult? Now we're going to no. head out west uh, because we recently learned about a wild adventure right in the heart of Los Angeles. Our guy, Jacob Subroff, he grabbed a paddle 
for a little trip down the LA River. Three miles from downtown Los Angeles in the middle of the most populous county in the United States of America, right? But if you just turned around and looked this way, you'd have no idea. That is the thing about this. It's the reason I love it. Steve Appleton is the head of a nonprofit called LA River Kayak Safari, teaching urbanites how to connect with nature. Let me tell you, the workout is intense, <laughs> dude. Do this twice a day with 14 people. Decades ago, this waterway was transformed from an actual river into a concrete flood control channel designed to prevent winter rainstorms from damaging surrounding neighborhoods. Then after decades of campaigning by local activists in 2012, it was officially declared a river again and efforts were made to restore habitat and wildlife. Now in the summer months, it's legal to kayak parts of the water, including this stretch that flows not far from my house. And I had to try it. You dedicate a lot of your time to bringing people down here and putting them in the river. Why do you do that? It's a bit of a coach thing. Yeah, You're the coach of the LA River. Yeah, it's a kind of coaching position. <laughs> so coach me, what, what should I expect today? We're in this urban oasis. Yeah, yeah. But this is not just a slow paddle down a pond. There's a couple little drops. We'd call them mild rapids. Wait, let me just get this clear. You said there are gonna be some rapids? Oh yeah, we're gonna get a little splash. No question about it. There's a few things I, I may wanna show you with the paddle. Steve agreed to take me and teach me the ways of urban paddling. If I rudder on the right, it's going to turn me a right. Push, yeah. And if I rudder on the left, it's going to turn me left. If you push, it really does I a see. tight turn. Okay. So putting it all together, you know, you're paddling like this. I know I'm not going to hear the end of this from our beautiful <laughs> television audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the hip action may not be necessary, <laughs> okay, no, but no. it's very stylish. Well, I appreciate it. Honest, honest good. assessment. Yeah. <laughs> no hip thrusting. And then it was time to hit the river. Here we go. Pray for me. Oh, this is a dream come true. I cannot tell you how long I have been waiting to do this. And you said stay close to the rocks, right? All right, here I go. Oh my God, this is crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That was amazing. Wow. That was so fun. I knew I was gonna get wet. I didn't know I was gonna get wet that quickly. It's funny because as clean as I know the water is, having a butt full of LA River water, it's like you just think, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had that moment years ago. I'm long past it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like nothing a good shower can't fix. Yeah, exactly. Soon enough, we were a couple miles downriver. The LA River is a series of juxtapositions, nature versus the urban landscape. Coming down. Woohoo! Woohoo! How fun. Oh, I see where you're going. Here we go. Oh, yeah! Woohoo! That one I didn't get stuck. Lots of tossing and turning. Yeah, how you like me now, Steve? Yeah! And then the trip was over. We got out of the river with downtown LA just over the next hill. It's a transformative experience for somebody who lives in LA. You're in another world. It's another world. It's another That's world. what it is. And in the shadow of the uh, in the shadow of the 110 freeway. I can't thank you enough. It was honestly Dude, it was one great. of the coolest things. Bucket list. 
Ah, Jacob, thank you, thank you. Have <laughs> you been kayaking? Well, I have, sure. but not. A, I've always wondered if you could, yeah. could kayak along the L.A. River. Well, now you can. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Kayaking season, by the way, is over. It starts back up in the spring. And if you want to try it, along with the L.A. River Kayak Safari, there are several other organizations that will also take you out kayaking as I well. It. I found it peaceful. Remember you and I yeah. did that in yeah. Maine? Oh, yeah. Remember we Except before together? or after you tipped us over on a double bike. Dylan was like, Your memory's hey. long. So I was pregnant. She was like, don't oh. tell anybody I'm pregnant, so just be really careful. And I was like, <gasps> what? And then I crashed. She drives into a ditch. Yeah, but Calvin is, hello. <laughs> I'm great. Okay. <laughs> he cooks and everything. Merry All right, coming Christmas. Up, <laughs> coming up, and she made it. A shake-up, speaking of which, in the world of makeup, thanks to three sisters who are making sure there's a shade for every woman. And then later, in today's food, you will go crazy for these cookies. We're making a traditional Mexican treat oh. that you can serve your family this holiday season. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Nick Friedman. And I'm Lee Alec Murray. And this is The Anime Effect. We're a brand new podcast breaking down the anime and fandom news you care about and revealing just how powerful the effect of anime really is. Every week, we're breaking down the latest anime community developments and what it means for us fans. But we won't stop at just anime. We'll dig into other fandoms we can't get enough of and invite guests we know you'll recognize to join in the discussion. Whether you're a dedicated anime fan or a casual viewer, we want you to experience the anime effect. Tune into The Anime Effect starting February 16th. The Anime Effect is brought to you by Crunchyroll and Sony Music Entertainment. Watch complete episodes on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel or listen wherever you get your podcasts. Something bad has happened to Mom. Streaming now on Peacock. Joy Delaney, mother of four, has gone missing. From the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. She will come back. You think we're this, like, big happy family? I have a confession. Stop the bleeding. Starring Oscar nominee Annette Benning, Sam Neill, Jake Lacey, and Allison Brie. Secrets will poison any family, and what you don't know can hurt you. Apples never fall. Streaming now only on Peacock. We're back now with our series, She Made It, a family leaving their mark on makeup. Today, Lifestyle and Commerce contributor Jill Martin Brooks introducing us to The Con Sisters. No matter what culture you are, no matter where you are in the world, we all want to feel beautiful and express ourselves. Sisters Alina, Aliza, and Nasiha Khan have always loved playing with makeup. So take me back to the little girls who were dressing up. I used to beg them to do their makeup. They would never let me do it. She would turn her bedroom into a home spa. So it'd be yeah. like Nasiha's spa experience with like massages. They would say yes to the massages. <laughs> As those three little girls grew up, their beauty routines grew with them. But the sisters soon noticed a lack of inclusivity, especially when it was time to apply lip products. It wasn't just a shade range. We would have to put foundation on our lips before applying a lipstick. And it was just this moment of why is beauty not an equal experience? You could have an idea, but then where was the business part of this? We actually work closely with our dad as well. One of his projects was actually bringing a cosmetics company from the U.S. to the Middle East. So when we came to him with this idea, it was combined with the right timing where he was actually really taking beauty yeah. seriously. After an initial round of friends and family fundraising, the Khan sisters launched Citizen Cosmetics in 2019. How did you develop your hero items? We felt that no one disrupted the nude lip market. People usually think of this beige tan shade, and although that is a nude for someone, it's not a nude for everyone. So they created 25 shades, an option for every skin tone, 
but it took many months with multiple rounds of productions and rejected formulas before they arrived at the perfect citizen nudes. You can have 50 SKUs, but if the undertones aren't right, if the formulas don't have the right ingredients, it can go the wrong way. And as the founders learned to handle the day-to-day of a small business, they were also mindful to protect their relationship with sisters, sisters who happen to work and live together. Are there arguments? Yeah, of course. But at the same time that we're having that fight, we're like, what should we order for dinner? Still 100% family-owned, Citizen is sold on Amazon and at Nordstrom and JCPenney. And with celebrity fans like Hilary Duff and Gabrielle Union, the brand says they've seen 100% year-over-year growth. All three sisters agree that the beauty community is the engine behind Citizen's success. I think it's all about building relationships with makeup artists. I think it's treating them like a celebrity because they are. They're the industry experts. Those relationships soon paid off. In January of 2023, a makeup artist they knew reached out with an opportunity. This artist named Vimy Joshi, based in Dubai, by chance she was assigned to be the lead artist for that show. She's like, guys, I just got the brief and it's nude lip. If you send it to me by this day, I'll use Citizen. (laughs) That show was a Beyonce concert. She had 120 dancers on stage. Every single dancer was wearing a Citizen nude. You said that very casually, like Beyonce (laughs) was on stage, right? I'm like, you know Beyonce. (laughs) Were you flipping out? We were freaking out, yeah. And they're not done yet. Citizen founders recently brought on celebrity makeup artist Sir John to be the brand's first ever chief creative officer. He worked with the team to develop Citizen's new eyeshadow sticks, a nude lid collection this time. What other advice do you have for working with family? You have to gain respect by action. We're young, and yes, we're starting this business and like founding a brand, but we haven't proved ourselves with a level of experience yet. Yeah. Our grandmother heart. always says, be vulnerable with confidence. What does it mean to be sitting here telling your story? You need to see examples that look like you as role models to believe something's possible. And we always talk about our background being Pakistani because I did not see enough examples of people doing cool things that also claimed their heritage. Jill, thanks so much. Well, you know, since our story aired, Citizen has expanded their cult favorite lip stroke to include even deeper shades. And they've enhanced their (laughs) online quiz to help you find your perfect shade. Well, thank you for that tidbit. They have millions of, it just seems like millions of colors. It's really inclusive. All right, coming up next in today, food, dessert is on the menu. How to make these sweet cookies with a surprise inside. We'll be right back. We are back with Today Food, and this morning we are making some fantastic Christmas cookies. Here to show us how is Chef Rick Martinez, food personality and author of Mi Cocina, Recipes in Rapture from My Kitchen in Mexico. Rick, take it away. I am so excited because we are going to be making cookies, but not just any cookie, a very traditional Mexican cookie called Maranitos. I have all-purpose flour. This is whole wheat flour. We have ground cinnamon, ground ginger, ground allspice, and ground cloves. We also have baking powder and baking soda. You want every part of this cookie to have the same texture, to have the same flavor. So it's just important that we whisk all this together. Let's talk about piloncillo. So this is the Mexican brown sugar. But obviously, regular dark brown sugar is totally fine. So, regular cheese grater, piloncillo. All right, so we are finally ready to mix this all up. We've got room temperature butter. This is two sticks. 
And we've got our grated piloncillo also going in. I wanna start off really low and slow, get everything nice and incorporated, and then I will crank it up, let it get really nice and creamy. It'll start to get a little bit lighter in color. All right, before we roll out the dough, I'm gonna talk a little bit about what we're gonna stuff them with. So here I have dulce de leche and a chocolatey hazelnut spread. This is store-bought dulce de leche. I just bought a can, threw it in the freezer, and it stiffens up to the consistency of this. So I have my chilled firm dough. This is my little pig cookie cutter. I've got some flour and I want to very liberally flour the dough. It is still a little sticky. Then just give it a turn every once in a while. You don't really need to worry about what shape to roll it in. It's just the thickness is the most important thing. I'm gonna take my little piggy cookie cutter and just start punching out. And then you can just start arranging these on a parchment lined or a silk pat lined baking tray. I'm gonna throw them into the refrigerator to firm up ever so slightly before we start to stuff. So I've got one egg. I'm gonna throw in about a tablespoon-ish of water and then we're just gonna beat this up until it's completely mixed. And then we will use this to not only seal the edges of the cookies, but also to bathe the top to give it a nice shiny finish. Okay, so we have our little chilled piggy bottoms and we are going to stuff them. So I've got my frozen dulce de leche. You can see how stiff it is. And so I'm gonna take about a half a teaspoon and then you just wanna put this in the very center of the piggy's belly. I will do three with dulce de leche. And then we will do a couple with this chocolate. And so now what I'm doing is I'm just brushing all the edges of the piggy bottoms with egg wash. And this will ensure that everything is nice and sealed and nothing leaks out. And so these are gonna bake in a 350 degree oven for about 10 to 12 minutes until they are nice and golden brown. It's cookie time! I think this is dulce de leche. Let's find out. Ah, oh, look at that. It's all that secret ingredient there. Go for some of those right now. Yeah. Thank you for those recipes and a bonus, Rick's Spicy Holiday Roast. Scan that QR code or head to today.com slash food. We'll be right back. And that is our broadcast for this Christmas morning. Tomorrow, country star Brad Paisley performs in Studio 1A. Hoda and Jenna are next, and we leave you this morning with a look at all of the people behind the scenes here who make this show possible. Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas. Merry Christmas! (laughs) 